0: folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Yo! And Tim calvagas uh, Thanks for tuning in. And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Ooh, How's it going, everybody?
1: Very good. Good to be back on the pod. It feels good. Oh yeah, welcome back. Love the pod.
0: I'll be honest, Tim, I'm, I'm a little freshly pissed off. Oh boy. You guys know my apartment. I live in an apartment. And, yeah. uh... Also, my, also,
1: we should say that you're a pretty mild-mannered guy. Oh yeah, usually. Oh yeah. The, so to get for you to get pissed,
0: uh, the mildest. Yeah. And so uh, I did laundry today, and imagine my shock to discover that some bonehead in my building washed their fucking dog bed
2: oh. in the washing
0: machines.
2: No, 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 no. No. Picking
0: wily dog hairs off all my clothes.
2: Disgusting.
1: Was his like he took the bed out, but just all the hair was left in?
0: Yeah, just like when my load was done, I pulled it out and like put it in the dryer and I could just see all this like gross hair.
1: That's a that's that's a file that under neighbor no thank you. That's a party file, man. That's no good. Yeah, though that a party was going
0: on. Oh yeah, yeah, big party. Now (laughs) in the the laundry room.
2: To make it up to you, Dutz, because this happened. Next time you go to do your laundry, you're gonna open up that machine and find the load in there. Is some of my sexy briefs. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm gonna leave some of my sexy briefs Yours? and some of my sexy boxer shorts, and then you'll have a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it's, whoa. It's a nice, he's,
1: he's making you feel good about your laundry.
2: I'll say, whoa, these are Tim's. Yeah, this, these are better than than a dog bed. These are some BVDs. Oh my God, I thought
1: the streak in the back was stitched in. It's so thick.
2: God. Hey, you know, guys, you guys know what I what I wear underneath my clothes? I wear bvds and beefy tees <laughs>
1: <laughs> bvts for a timmy d
2: are they still making the haynes beefy tea?
1: oh wait, are they ever <laughs> oh, yeah. i was just on a zoom we had a party uh, for a friend of ours that was like uh some one of the her friends made up like a bunch of shirts for us that had her name on it and like a print and she used the cheapest shirts you could get which were like the haynes thick like beefy tea one and it was one of those ones where we all put them on for the Zoom to surprise her. And uh, you could just see everyone kind of like pulling at it the <laughs> whole time yeah. and like moving around. You can see the hard creases. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, tell her next time, get some Gildans. You know, <laughs> get yourself, get a, yourself
1: nice a Gildan. gildan. <laughs> nice blend.
2: Get yourself a Gildan.
1: Get Guilden or get out. <laughs> Well, what guys, are you we're doing back? this weekend? I'm getting a Gildan. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. You want to talk about we're back, yeah, go but I just right want to say ahead. we're going. Yeah, let's Gildan. wrap
2: up the Gildan
0: segment. <laughs> Any last thoughts on Gildan? <laughs> All right. Let me do five more minutes. Uh, we're back in familiar territory here, uh, away from zombie land. Whew. we're back into some drinks that we can make.
1: Yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. We, we gotta go we gotta make a, a very manageable drink today that I guess what have never had before.
0: Oh, hey, me neither. That's part of the show. Woo. <laughs> part of the appeal.
1: And I tell you what, well, why don't we get through it? I'll tell you what the ingredients are before I (laughs) sort of uh, talk about what I, how I feel about it.
2: I think it's cool. I think it's sort of postmodern. I feel like I'm watching Memento. (laughs) This? Yeah, because you kind of like, is he going to do the ingredients? Is he going to talk about if he's had the drink? I got to balance it all in my head. Multiple timelines.
1: That is, I hope the audience isn't finding this uh, as confusing as we are.
2: There's no audience.
1: So, guys, I want to talk about this drink with uh, you two now and then pff, hundreds of thousands of people uh, a day from now. Sure. Picture it. The year is 1938. You're sitting in the shady grandstand at Churchill Downs, home of the Kentucky Derby. And
2: they're all, and they're oh, my God. Wow. I feel like I'm there. <sighs>
1: I can smell the air. smells like horse shit.
2: (laughs) I'm wafting the horse shit toward my face with a paper fan. My
1: word, that stinks like a horse shit. You're wearing a brand new seersucker suit and a straw boater hat. The big race for the roses, the Kentucky Derby, has just been run. The winner, a horse named Lauren. Spelled L A W R I N, Lauren. Second and third horses named horses named Dauber and can't wait. And did you bet on the trifecta? You did not.
2: Ow. Oh,
1: you placed your struggling family's life savings on Eluto. <laughs> oh no. oh Eluto. Things are looking bad for you, real bad. Wife and three daughters hospital bills have found, <laughs> Wife and three daughters hospital bills have formed a tidal wave poised to crash down on your foreclosed home.
2: Oh, I should have I should have been on Laura. Laura? Lauren, Lauren. Lauren! Damn it! Your world is about
1: <laughs> Your world is just <laughs> about over. And then you look down in your hand to remember, you still have half a mint julep left in your hot little hand. All right. You take a sip and say, well, I might be headed to the poor house on a fast track to the early grave, but my sweet Lord, this drink is something surely sent from the heavens above. (laughs) It's a mint julep. And
2: you love it!
1: <laughs>
2: wow.
0: <laughs> wow, I feel like... I mean,
1: bring yourself back to reality. I don't even need to drink it.
0: That's it. No. Thanks for listening, folks.
1: Check out <laughs> <Yeah>. our Patreon. <laughs> Look for the ingredients somewhere online.
2: Uh, why did they make a movie out of Seabiscuit? They should have made this movie. That's wouldn't, this the- been,
1: wouldn't this have been a cool movie opening yeah, scene? In-
2: yeah, I'm picturing a tracking shot.
1: Yeah, ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like, because I was, that's better than I was thinking, which is a... A still on sticks shot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Long shot.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: We're not talking cowboy. This isn't uh waste up. This is toes to head.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> toes to the nose. <laughs> toes <sighs> to the nose. <laughs> no eyes?
1: <laughs> well, I hope you didn't say no ice because that would not be welcome in the drink. Why don't oh, I go yes. through what the ingredients are? Hit us with it. We're starting off with two ounces of bourbon whiskey. Uh then we got four fresh mint sprigs. Love that word sprigs. One teaspoon, the small one, of powdered sugar, and two teaspoons water. Here's the method. In the uh in the julep stainless steel cup. So I was reading about this. Traditionally it's like a stainless steel cup or like a pewter cup. I don't think anyone has those anymore. I don't. And if you do, tweet us, tweet us up.
0: It's to say uh I have the cup.
1: Yeah, I have the cup. Tweet us up. Here's the tweet up. Here's the cup. Something like that. Maybe show a picture. Anyway, so you take your cup. We all, I used a glass. I used a high glass. Gently muddle the mint with sugar and water. Fill the glass with cracked ice. Add the bourbon and stir well.
2: That sounds good. And what are we going to garnish with? Mint. More <laughs> mint. More mint. A sprig. Yeah. So you, you do some muddling and then you also. Double dip with a little mm. sprig on it. Up. Yeah. I'll say this.
1: Throw the spriggy in there.
2: I've never made one, but I have had the, I drank one of these at Santa Anita racetrack because I thought it would be the appropriate thing to order. Uh-huh. And they do really pile on that ice. So folks go yeah. nuts with the ice. It's kind of fun to have a giant mound of ice.
1: It's uh, the pictures I saw. It looked like a, a snow cone type thing. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it seems like a very easy thing to make that I'm surprised more people don't get into it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of been supplanted by the mojito. I feel.
1: Oh, ah, there's only room for one mint drink. Because,
0: you know, you're going to muddle all that mint. Yeah. People are going to ask for a mojito.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that it's also when we're talking about a, a bourbon on the rocks, a lot of people who like bourbon just stop there and they think, why am I going to yeah. put stuff into my favorite drink? But for me, I think I'm going to like this very much.
1: I think Ooh. so, too. I think you're going to love it. Did you did you uh, did you look at like what the difference between bourbon whiskey is and uh tennessee whiskey there's like kentucky bourbon and then tennessee
2: it's a um yeah it's it's like a barrel aging thing bourbon has that more like a darker caramelly warmer taste because it's it's in oak barrels Uh and uh my i mean i'm way off here probably rye whiskey i think rye whiskey has that kind of like a little bit of a sharper taste and is a little bit lighter maybe not barrel aged as long more like uh that's more like like your Irish whiskey, more of a step towards scotch almost.
1: It seemed, yeah, the, like Kentucky whiskey and Tennessee whiskey, which was a distinction I didn't know about, is kind of the same thing. Uh, bourbon whiskey has to be 51% corn, but if it gets up to 80, it's no longer bourbon. It becomes corn whiskey.
2: Oh, but
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, in the barrel for two years. But the big thing is in Tennessee whiskey, they like sift it through maple wood or something like that. Yeah. Like Maplewood fire. Right?
2: I'm a little worried about that. I didn't know about that corn limitation because I mainly have just corn. I had a, I got a <laughs> can of uh, green giant kernels.
1: <laughs> around Tim, around the summertime, I'm thinking mid to late August with the amount of corn on the cob you eat. You could be uh, considered a bourbon whiskey. Much.
2: Yeah. And hey, I'm going to need some toothpicks if you get any. Yeah. <laughs> Come
1: on. Oh, the floss. This is one of those drinks, too, as I was looking it up. Uh, it was... One of those things where it's like, the, where did it start? Oh, well, it kind of started here and then it started here. And this guy gave it a name. And uh, this guy, Henry Clay, went to Washington, D.C. and said he likes his best with bourbon. OK, so then the mint julep <laughs> is bourbon.
2: He went to Washington, D.C., stood on the floor of the Senate and <laughs> yeah. proclaimed the liquor he liked.
1: But it was it's like, again, it was at a hotel at the uh, Round Robin Bar at the something hotel. I've mm-hmm. got it here and I wrote it down somewhere.
2: As long as you have it written down somewhere, so when you need it, you can get it. That's good. (laughs) Should we drink these things?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. Let's make them. See you on the other side. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. We're back in. All right. How'd it go? Real good. Well, well. I think I over muddled. I put in the cubes and then I just pulverized it. (laughs) Pulverized (laughs) the shit out of it.
2: Well, you're backwards there. You got to muddle before the cubes there, Duddy.
0: Yeah, you do. Um, Other than that, looks pretty good.
2: Looks like a swamp.
1: I had mine in a big tall glass and it wasn't like filling it up enough. It looked kind of weird. So I put in a shorty.
2: Oh, now it looks great. Yeah. Um,
1: My ice had problems. I had ice problems with that. I
2: like it. I like uh, that sprig. I I just learned this, that if you kind of like break Mm. up a sprig a little bit to express it, then it Mm. smells more. Yeah. So uh, when you lean in to take a sip, that's kind of nice.
1: You know those guys like clap basil together when they cook? Yes. Spank the basil. Yeah.
2: I thought they were just clapping because they were pumped, amped up. Like, I'm so happy I'm a cook. (laughs) Um Ooh. I I I did a nice gentle muddle cuz I've made that mistake before where I really ground the shit out mm-hmm. of it and then your straw is getting blocked with uh, little pebbles the whole time because mm-hmm. you you've pulverized.
1: Are you like pushing the uh, mint down in there in the the, the garnish mint?
2: No. I, well cuz there's mint in the I got to mm-hmm. say that the mint that I muddled is really not coming through that much. I mean, I yeah. used uh, Maker's Mark bourbon and which is delicious but it's so strong that like that sugar just takes a little bit of the edge off it, and then the mint is barely, barely coming through.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used a, I used a Knob Hill, Knob Creek, Knob Creek. Yeah, Bullet over
0: here, and I, I think um, I I am feeling what you said earlier about like <coughs> I feel like I just kind of ruined my ruined my whiskey.
2: <laughs> well, because yeah, bourbon. I mean, Bullet is uh, that's kind of toward the top shelf, right? That's kind of a nice uh, bourbon there. Lots of people just drink that and say, hey, I'm done for the night. Well, also like
0: mint feels like a strange thing to add to this kind of smoky whiskey flavor.
2: I mean, I do like when I think of uh, when I think back to that beautiful picture that Hanford drew for us of the sitting at the Kentucky Derby mm. on, a, on a hot summer day, there is something nice to this giant mound of ice and that mint sprig smell to kind of make it fresh, because I, I always kind of think of bourbon as a, you know, it's a. It's a kind of a cozy drink for me yes I drink I drink old fashions in the in the winter so the mint kind of livens it up a little bit
1: I was surprised that this wasn't like I thought a mint julep was like a gin drink when I heard it was bourbon I had to like uh reread the yeah
0: list. I at least thought it was a clear liquored drink yeah. And here here I am with a dark whiskey
1: yeah that's that's what I mean
2: right it's a it's a funny name because mint julep I feel like I would have just always assumed a mint julep sounds like a thing that a lady in an old black and white movie orders yeah. or something. And it seems like what it would be a cordial or it has the, like it would be green and weak and really sweet because julep. But I mean, this is kind of a strong drink. I mean, you're not gonna, there's two ounces of, <laughs> of of bourbon in it. So it's not wimpy. It's stiff.
0: Question for you guys. Have you ever heard the word julep outside of mint julep?
2: Um, orange julep.
0: Is, is julep just a kind of drink?
1: I thought it was like uh, the, the extensive research I did. It seemed like a julep just was like a drink with mint crushed in it. Like you can do in Georgia, the Georgia julep was like uh, peach schnapps and mint. Mm. Like a wow. champagne julep is just champagne <laughs> and mint.
2: Oh, so you put mint in anything. It's Yeah. I did a little bit of research just now. I was Googling just to like see some pictures of these. I saw a very funny thing. I love finding a little funny nugget in like a comment thread that's not Twitter or Reddit. But when you see when you see people in the comments of a normal website having a back and forth, it's funny because there's like years between the comments. But on liquor.com, the mint <laughs> julep page, um, it said optional, a dash of bitters. And oh, then and one guy goes, I'm from Kentucky. I'm 70 years old and I've never heard of bitters in a mint julep. And then <laughs> another guy commented below him and said, I'm 85. <laughs> and, then, and then some guy who I think was probably just a, a funny little shithead went, I'm 105. <laughs> So it's just people on a website, you know, leaving comments spread right across the years, making <laughs> making jokes to the ether.
1: Not even talking about the whiskey anymore. Or the no, just bourbon. sort
2: of heightening a bit.
1: I uh, I looked up, I was on this website, and you're probably thinking, why is the Kentucky Derby associated with, or why are uh, mint juleps can, uh, associated with the Kentucky Derby? Well, the way whiskeywatchers.com tells it, yeah, this is this is a big long article about mint juleps, and this was the Kentucky Derby founder Meriwether Clark Jr. planted mint for cocktails back in 1875.
2: There wow. you go. That's it. There you go. Speaking of 1875, uh, oh,
1: and, uh, and uh, there's no sign that it's going away anytime soon.
2: <laughs> That's for sure. Speaking of 1875, I got to make a correction that uh, in the episode about Tom Collins, I said that Tom Collins is a hundred years old. And then I fact checked myself and it's from 1876, which is more, I did the math and that's more than a hundred years ago. Woo. So to any of the math heads out there who are pissed off at me, I apologize and I'll do better.
0: Tim, you got um four Pinocchios for that episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because I was lying. <laughs> I wasn't just messing up. I was lying. I knew.
1: <laughs> You knew the truth and you lied.
2: You know, speaking of Pinocchio, I uh, I was like, to, I was just thinking about the hero's journey. And I feel like in Pinocchio, when they're in the belly of the whale, mm-hmm. that yes. that's almost like the, uh, the belly of the whale part of that movie. What do you guys think?
1: In terms of the hero's journey? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the call to action. Action is get out
2: of that damn gut.
1: <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you just you be in the whale stomach? You know what's coming next, whale turd. You're gonna be a whale turd.
2: <laughs> How'd you guys crack your ice? Did you use a blender? You use a hammer or a spoon?
1: I used a. I put it on my palm, of my hand. I cracked it with the back of a spoon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but here's the thing. I did it. Uh, I did a bunch before the show here, and like put it in the freezer. I took it out, and it was all still. It was like solid to each other. So then I was kind of used a bunch of big chunks and picked. Yeah, because
0: ice, ice wants to reseal.
1: Yeah, yeah. It
2: grew back to it morphed.
0: (laughs) It's like the (laughs) (laughs) T-1000. I used my muddler for the first time. How about that? Like a little baseball bat. You own one of those? Yeah, I put it in a pint glass and I jammed it all around. It's cool as hell. I used the,
2: the butt end of a wooden spoon.
1: Yeah, that's what I read online that that you could use it. I went on YouTube to see what, like how you actually model something. And this one bartender was like, take your wooden spoon and you just push it down on the uh, mint three times. I was
0: like, whoa. Oh, whoa, three times. I, I did about 3000 times. That's yeah. why my, my drink looks like the Dagobah system.
2: <laughs> well, if you are going to go on YouTube uh, looking for content, may as well check out my channel next time you're there. Uh, I got a lot of cool fail videos and some <sighs> epic stuff that you might really like. I, nice. Working on a new lip lip sync.
1: Well, what's the opposite of a fail video. It's like Success a... Success video. <laughs> win. A win video. A win
0: video. And those can be entertaining too. Tim, hit us with the URL, man.
2: Yeah. w h t t p colon backslash www.youtube.com slash Tim Kalpakis.
1: Great.
2: I haven't had any videos in about 12 years. I think I have about 87 subscribers, but I do get an email notification Every once in a while it will be like a user leaves a comment on a video I did in two thousand seven and are yeah, like
0: fake. <laughs>
2: yeah. It'll be like you you uh, you know, Trump rules.
1: <laughs> Trump rules, videos drool. And they
2: don't say which Trump, I don't know. It could be Baron.
1: Now, guys, I was uh, I was in the store today, I was buying some um, groceries, and Damn. I walked I had the I had the the mid julep on my mind. How am I gonna make this thing? What have you? And I walked by a strawberry. It was some strawberries. Mm. So I picked them up and I made myself a mint julep with strawberry. Muddled oh my God. It.
0: Mike, you got drinks
2: on the side?
1: I got I did a oh, side my. drink. And this one I'm calling. Let me see how it tastes first. It looks good. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. So it's a little, it's just a mint julep then, but with muddled strawberries. It's called a Mike Julep. And you can make them at home?
0: See, I knew I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think by episode three. That I was going to course correct? That Mike would try and start some new drink craze that he cooked up.
1: <laughs> yeah. you're me- all next summer, you're going to see down on Kentucky Derby Day, give me a Mike What, what?
0: This is the same guy who created the Russian Root, <laughs> which is a, some sort of half-cocked plan he had. At, I believe a Kentucky Derby party we had, is that right? It wasn't it wasn't yeah. half Yeah,
2: we at our old house, we had a Kentucky Derby party in our backyard. And then our good friend Eva Anderson, uh friend of the pot, great comedy writer, friend of other pods. <laughs> we don't have friends on this, we don't know if she's a friend of <laughs> Friend of us in real life. But she is kind of uh, you know, a cocktail historian in her own right, and had looked up some very authentic cocktails and punches she mixed up punches and crystal punch bowls she, she
0: had infused uh liquors yeah and, and infused, got like mixed drink got mixed drinks ready for our event
2: worked all weekend and made some amazing things and then hanford on the same table oh she also made little she, cards put, it, she that, put it
1: out with like a little card yeah that <laughs> was like the name well written she wrote in like nice calligraphy that she worked on
2: then yes mike you put <laughs> the russian route was um a bottle of svedka vodka and a two liter bottle of mug root beer, uh-huh. and you put that on the table. And then you saw that Eva, <laughs> Eva had made little signs, so you, with a big fat Sharpie, wrote Russian root on a piece of paper and put it out. And I believe Eva took it off the table and hit it
1: and, and put it well, on the hold ground. On. Hold on, the, t- the side had more, it had how to make it. It was one
2: oh, how would they know one
1: part root beer, one part vodka. And ice.
0: Oh, oh! How would they know? But with between the the jug of vodka and the jug of root beer,
1: and also you had to make it yourself.
2: <laughs> and and Eva's bunches had like chartreuse and chambord in them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Eva took mine and, like you said, put it on the ground. She put my sign and my drinks on the ground. And I saw her, I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why is this the ground? She said, because I'm like doing a nice thing here.
2: <laughs> but, then you, but then you put it back. You, pick, you picked it up and you put it back. She's right. Well, it should be Drinks
1: shouldn't be on the table. I mean, on the floor. they should be on the table, not on the floor.
0: Her answer was, because I'm doing
1: a nice thing here. It's I'm doing,
2: perfect. <laughs> she, was. she was at your house. She brought the refreshments and put work and thought into a party at your house.
1: Right, exactly. She wouldn't have had that opportunity if it wasn't at my house.
2: Oh, oh, oh big time.
1: <laughs> I, gave her, I gave her the opportunity.
2: <laughs> yeah, why is she so entitled?
1: Well, we'll have her on the pod one day to figure that out. But the Russian Root, that's not a bad drink either. That's uh, it's pretty good. Bug well, root beer vibe.
2: Have you ever been to Clearman's Northwoods um, on the San Gabriel Valley? It's like a fake rustic place. It's a big lodge with fake snow on the roof. They have a whole menu of mules, Moscow mm. mule, whiskey mule, blah blah. And then one of the things they had was vodka and root beer. So I ordered it. What did they and call it, it? What, it? They they called it a like a root mule,
0: <laughs> a um, floor drink. So, sorry, this is Clearman's
2: Northwoods? Yes, it's Clearman's Northwoods. What else the hell? You mean? can't just
0: throw out a term like that, Clearman's Northwoods. Well, I,
2: it's true. We should specify what which Northwoods. Hell? Everyone's probably thinking, yeah, I go to 10 or 20 different Northwoods restaurants. Clearman's.
1: Clearman, you uh, fools.
2: Clearman's a wacky guy that has, in, in Pasadena, he has a restaurant shaped like a boat, Ooh. a restaurant shaped like a hunting lodge. He's kind of a, a failed Walt Disney kind of a guy. That's cool. You, you know, Clearman.
1: <laughs> clearman's like a, a nut
0: i wonder if clearman ever met a don the beachcomber
2: i should hope so hey you know what we'll get into when we do the mai tai is don the beachcomber and trader Vic had a contentious the, people say that trader Vic invented the mai tai and don the beachcomber says i and so that'll that's a tease to the listeners nice then we're gonna get into that
1: i like thinking of the the camps of each both guy being like no 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 i saw him Vic did it i was there he said, "I'm his friend too." By the way,
2: <laughs> two guys just you know putting a bunch of almond syrup in their rum and arguing <laughs> about it, and the the people ordering them can't tell the difference.
1: <laughs> These are good. I, I'm a I'm not like a whiskey bourbony guy, but I do think the the mint sprig like saves it on the top as you're like smelling it.
0: Yeah. See, you guys are too swayed by the smell. I think. That's the second time you've, you've uh, really been charmed by the idea of having a Dude. little bit of a smell before you drink a high-proof uh,
2: <laughs> liquor. Swayed by the smell. Could be an album. Hey, swayed by the smell. Swayed by the smell. But we spell it swayed like <laughs> the shoes.
1: And the, Ooh, hey, wait, and why? The why would we do
2: that? Because it's an <laughs> allegory.
1: <laughs> the cover is us a nice... Suede shoes standing next to a sewer
2: grate. Suede <laughs> <laughs> near this the smell.
1: <laughs> Suede by the smell.
2: Uh, the smell. I mean that is the thing. That's that's why bartenders when they make an old fashioned they rub that little orange peel around the outside. You're supposed to get it on your hands. You're supposed. It's supposed to be adding a new element. You know the movie The Fifth Element. Well, this <laughs> is exactly <laughs> like that.
1: I I when I go to a uh, a cocktail place that knows what they're doing. I have them make me, let's say if I was going to do this drink, I'd have them make me two mint juleps. The first one, just splash it all over me into my face. The second one. So I smell it. Second one. I'm just, yeah.
2: So you kind of, it's a, it's a mint julep splash with a mint julep back. Yeah. Chaser.
1: The julep covered dork.
2: Would you ever walk into a bar and just say, not look at the menu. And when they take your order, just say, have a mint julep and just test hmm. uh, just assume that the bartender is going to muddle for you
1: right 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 like you can do that with a anyone does a rum and coke
2: yeah uh, I, I order a gin and tonic a lot and i feel like i don't have to ask you just yeah. say you know vodka soda gin and tonic but would you ever say mint julep
1: yeah you gotta do that because the alternative is um do you have mint juleps?"
2: yeah you don't want to sound like do you, that
1: tim you know how to make them
2: do you burt I mean, I definitely wouldn't talk in that voice, so that helps me right out out the gate. You know, like, I don't have to worry about that. I think uh,
0: any any (laughs) bartender would be surprised if you asked for a mint julep. It's an easy order. They could do it in a second, but I think they would be like, huh, okay. They'd probably be
1: like, I don't know if I have powdered sugar. I just never... Civil syrup I, would probably be the
2: uh, Oh, did you use correct you used powdered sugar like the yeah, baking yeah. sugar? Yeah, baby. I, 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 I went to the letter of
0: the law here minus the steel cup.
1: Yeah, I want to do the, the last couple we've done I've uh, been making some shortcuts. This one was the real deal.
2: Damn. I thought I had powdered sugar and I ended up using normal granular.
0: Oof. Also, I'm I'm kind of mad I had to buy powdered sugar cuz I got it uh, it's fairly well contained right now, but that shit is like glitter. It just goes. Yeah. I feel like my floor is going to be sticky for no reason tomorrow morning, and I'm going to be like,
1: oh, god, the fucking powdered sugar. Jeff, you are a coffee drinker, yes, big time, baby. Now, how do you feel about putting that powdered sugar in your coffee, <gasps> Michael? Seems weird, doesn't it? But it seems like you could do. You know, it. I'm,
0: I'm I made fun of you for the Russian route, but this might. Have gotten you back on the good list,
1: baby. You made fun of me for that? I thought we were having fun.
2: (laughs) He made fun of you off pod to me a lot. A lot of
1: texts. (laughs) And not just like leading up to this.
2: Well, this is, I mean, we're realizing the folly of this pod is that we have to buy big volumes of things to use the tiniest amounts of them. Yes. It Mm -hmm. sucks to buy a huge bag of powdered sugar and use one teaspoon. So if you can think of some other way to use something, that's good news.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Even I wasn't like for this liquor, especially. I just got uh two little uh, you know, travel size, whatever they call those nips, mm-hmm. uh, nips, and smart two Knob Creeks, which I only just needed one. Cost me thirteen bucks.
0: Yeah, that's why you got to do the Jeff and Tin move of you go to the liquor store together. You buy full bottles of this stuff, and then you have a nervous breakdown. And then you spend thirty minutes in the parking lot, crouched over uh, <laughs> little bottles with a little <laughs> funnel, yeah, trying to coax the liquor into these little, little bottles. And then you part ways.
2: And when you're asking, you're asking the cashier all about fulernum, and a bunch of people, uh, you know, evening rush, just trying to get a tall boy on their way home from work, <laughs> are lined up behind you while well, you're saying, "Is that velvet fulernum?" or is that Falernum bitters?
1: <laughs> and now what about the Pernod? Oh jeez.
2: <laughs> yeah, I turned to I turned back to the people in line behind me when I said that too. The Pernad.
1: Now what do you, do you guys think you're going to uh, try uh, variations on this drink?
2: I think that I would in my normal life just when I when I have a bourbon on the rocks, maybe throw a mint sprig in there if I have one. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need the sugar. No. And I do like putting this much ice. Maybe that's something I'll do from now on is just always pile ice that goes over the rim of the glass. It's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I kind of, did you get your ice down to like, like shape? Like how did you, uh,
2: some of it was snow, but some of it was still like cubes, a bit of a mix.
1: Sometimes with all these, like there's too many cubes in here at this point. Yeah.
2: This drink
0: is not a starting point for me to make tweaks. You know, I'm glad we did it. This is maybe my least favorite of the three we've tackled so far
1: hmm it's fine i like this i like this sound by the way
2: it's good it's a good clinker yeah and much like the other drinks i do think it gets better as you go all of these drinks are as as they melt
0: (laughs) that's the thing with uh strong liquor by the way (laughs) yeah
2: yeah it's great you know i read this thing about the the reward center of your brain like the part of your brain that that makes you think you deserve a drink is based on like if you've had if you've been working hard you want to reward yourself uh or if you you some you got some good news and you want to reward yourself it triggers this like reward center in your brain but there's a problem with our brains where another thing that triggers that reward center is instead of accomplishing something or being sad or whatever is just having one drink uh-huh. so if you have a drink your brain starts saying i should have you know what i got to have a second i i owe it to myself uh,
1: so you're like you're you're uh You've accomplished something by doing the one drink? Yeah.
2: It's like you set a plan to drink that drink and you accomplished it. And you celebrate (laughs) with number two. I
1: like
2: that. Next thing you know, you're doing what I'm doing. Waking up with a bottle of whiskey in your hand every morning. Glug, glug.
1: (laughs) Glug, glug, glug. We'll
2: be right back.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. guys, how are we feeling about these drinks now that we're deep into them? Refreshed. You
1: want final thoughts on these things?
0: Yeah, let's get into the
1: final thoughts. I'm like it. I like it. I'm like it. (laughs) You
2: are similar to it.
1: Well, I'm similar to the Mike Julep for sure, but the Mint Julep, I also like.
2: How deep are you into that Mike Julep?
1: Uh, I'm kind of taking a few sips on that, but I'm I'm still handling the uh, Mint Julep.
2: I don't like that you went rogue and made a second julep. What if that one gets really popular? You're on the Today Show, and then your two friends are in the gutter.
1: <laughs> two friends are in the gutter. Who do you think I'm bringing to the Today Show with me to <gasps> hang out in the green room? You for are- getting free Skittles and coffee all morning. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yes, you too. Come on, I am not gonna forget you guys when I'm on I the mean, Today Show.
2: There's nothing more that we there's nothing we more like more than a morning of Skittles. Come on. <laughs>
1: Uh, you're you're going to be uh, right there. The you're going to be in the wings and I'm going to say, you know what, Reage? No, not Reage. He's gone. Yeah.
0: You know what, guys? I, I got to say this about the julep. This is um, appointment only. Does that make sense? Oh. This means like if you're at a horse race or if you're at some theme thing.
1: <laughs> if you're one specific horse you race. You know,
0: then you're going to have a julep. And then otherwise, I don't see this making its way into anyone's everyday life.
2: No one's muddling in their normal life. Nobody's yeah. coming home from work and relaxing and muddling.
1: I mean, you could clap it a few times and then throw it in. That's true. I like but it. Who even has the mint? Also, uh,
0: how big is how big is a sprig? I feel like yeah, that was unclear to me. The sprigs I got from the grocery store were would have been too much. I uh, had to approximate how much mint I want in there.
1: And I pulled the leaves off the spr- the leaves off the sprigs
2: and threw them out.
0: <laughs> you were just muddling the stems. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I pulled the leaves off and I wiped my ass with them. Come on. Damn. My sprig was like a California redwood (laughs) trunk.
1: What the sprig? Uh, I think this is a type of drink. If I'm at a uh, bar or something, I'll say, I don't want a beer and I don't want my usual, like a martini. I will then say, uh, I will try. I remember I like mint juleps. Bullshit. Let's do that. I call bullshit, Mike. There's no... Oh, I will, really? You're,
0: you're never going to get one of these at a bar. I would be oh. I would be stunned if you did.
1: <laughs> Jeff's going to be stunned. It's did you hear this, Tim? <laughs> Jeff's going to be stunned. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I love that you've got such an active imagination. Jeff. <laughs> Tim, final thoughts.
2: Uh, I'm drinking again in, 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 and, I'll, and I'll tell you there's one of two scenarios. One... I'm on vacation in the old American South and I say, <laughs> you know what? I went in Rome and you know, if I, so if I were in Tennessee, oh, yeah, they
0: give them to you when you get off
2: the plane down there, or in Kentucky, <laughs> I would, I would ask for one and they'd probably roll their eyes because this tourist is getting one, but when in Rome, I want to have it. And another instance, this is way more likely is it's the day that the Kentucky Derby is on TV, which I never know when that is. It always catches me off guard and it's like 11 AM on a Saturday. And I bet that that'll happen. And then I'll turn to Jessica and say, well, what if I make some mint juleps? And, uh, and then she'll be like, oh, fine. And then I'll make them.
1: I'd rather you didn't. You turn into a mess when you drink mint juleps.
2: I'd rather you come with me to the divorce attorney's office. And we end this right now.
1: No,
0: no! I want to watch Lauren too. Well, there you have it folks. Uh, the mint julep is uh not beloved here on this podcast.
2: <laughs> I said yes. I said I do like it, but I'm not, I'm just too lazy to muddle on a normal. I'm vetoing. Thing. Oh shit, we have veto power.
1: Yeah, this isn't across the board like cool drink. It's a, it's a, it's a good drink. Makes you think.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not going in the normal rotation, but it tasted good.
1: Yeah, all right. I can't sure, believe
2: I got good. vetoed. <laughs> You're starting to remind me of Don Vito Corleone. I am. Yeah, from Goodfellas. Yeah, that sounds
0: pretty good to a guy
2: like me. Yeah, it could have been a contender kind of a guy.
1: I'm not even going to attempt one of those. You guys are too good. Well, that does it for the
0: julep. Now, I think Tim has a quiz ready for us, Mike.
2: Oh! oh do I ever. You guys are sporting gentlemen, are you not?
1: Yes, yes. And not so much. You
2: enjoy sport?
1: <laughs> Always. In
2: all forms. We've been discussing the Kentucky Derby. It came up. And uh, you guys have, you know, are steeped in the tradition of the Kentucky Derby, are you not? Um, I have created a little bit of a game for you called Horse Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's how this is going to work. In each round of this game, I'm going to give you a list of five Names of horses that oh. have won the Kentucky Derby. And you tell me which one I made up.
1: Oh, I'm going to yeah. run through the
2: names. You each say which one, you know, sometimes you'll agree. Sometimes you'll pick different ones. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't matter what order you say them. And then I will tell you whether you are a right or wrong. Well, Ready?
0: I love this. Ready.
2: Round one. Here are the horses' names, one of which was invented by me. The names are Genuine Risk, Wonderful Chance, Spectacular Bid, Bold Venture, and Foolish Pleasure. <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> I pick Foolish Pleasure. Dutz? Can
0: I hear him one more time?
2: Genuine Risk, (laughs) Wonderful Chance, Spectacular Bid, Bold Venture, and Foolish Pleasure.
0: I'm going to go Wonderful Chance.
2: And the answer is Wonderful Chance.
1: Hey! So you're telling me Wonderful Chance never existed.
2: As far as I did extensive research, it's possible that there was a horse named Wonderful Chance that never went pro. Mm Mm-hmm. But he certainly never won the Kentucky Derby. Round two. Dang. Uh, I gotta say, Mike. As of now, Jeff is mopping the floor with you. Yeah, okay? I feel it. I feel it. This guy's on floor, but it, you know, get your rally cap on because you're not quite out of it just yet. Not done it's yet. possible. Weird things happen. Round two. The names are: Strike the gold, pop that cork, mine that bird, go for <laughs> gin. I'll have another.
1: What was the the bird one?
2: Mind that bird. <laughs> oh, come on.
1: I say it's mind that bird. Yeah, me too.
2: <laughs> you're both wrong. It was Pop that cork. <laughs> oh.
1: Mind that bird is a horse's name.
2: It absolutely is.
1: Are the horses naming themselves? Tim, you are sometimes when you reach a certain level, you get a little echo in the walls of your room and it sounds like you're in like a it sounds like you're a grandstand announcer.
2: Yeah, those are not the walls. I kind of brought in a few uh, acoustic <laughs> devices because I was going for that. Round two, three, three, three for me. Round three. Round three. The names are Silky Queen, Majestic Prince, Flying Ebony, Lucky Debonair, Big Brown. <laughs>
1: What's I say lucky debonair.
0: <laughs> Jefferson? Oh, Silky Queen.
2: <laughs> Jefferson Dutton is right. Silky wow. Queen was. Jeff, I gotta take you down
0: up. the track. What can I say? I have a knack for this sort of thing.
2: <laughs> uh, now I don't think it's just that you're guessing. I think you are have encyclopedic knowledge of what goes on down at that derby. Okay, round four. Why can't they just
1: be why can't they be just be named Lauren?
2: Yeah, some of them were. Uh, I remember one very specific one that was. But we're moving on to round four. And the names are Smarty Jones, George Smith, Beautiful Jim Key, (laughs) Clyde Van Dusen, Fast Henderson. Fast
1: Henderson, final answer. Dutton? I'm going George Smith.
2: And the answer is Fast Henderson. Hey! Michael Hanford is on the board. The
1: hand man on the board. I, I like that. I like that.
2: I like it too, because suddenly you're back in the game and this is a stiff competition. It's the final question. Jeff could win it or Mike could tie it up and we'll go to a tiebreaker. Ooh.
1: I hope for me there's a very obvious one.
2: The names are, in the final round, Assault, <laughs> Exterminator. <laughs> Bullet Boy, <laughs> Thunder Gulch, California Chrome.
1: Thunder Gulch.
0: Exterminator.
2: You're both wrong. Bullet Boy was the inventive <laughs> name, it. meaning the winner of the game is Jefferson Dutton with two points. Congratulations. <sighs> I
1: swore we were tied going into that. I thought we were tied. I Did, were you? No.
2: <laughs> no. Nice try. You know, I've got all this bourbon in my brain, so you could have tricked me
1: But that. Yes, yes. The bourbon is making fast work of my um, tipsiness, you could say. I'm feeling so good off this win,
0: I could read some listener mail. Listener mail?
2: That's your prize. I forgot to tell you, your prize is you get to read the listener mail.
1: Dang. I could have done that. I'm no good at the quizzes. It's just that simple.
2: You could have given them.
0: Caden asks... Hey guys, I feel like I'm the only one in my friend group that hasn't fallen for this idea that different kinds of alcohol make you different kinds of drunk. I've had almost everything you can drink and they've all had the same basic result. Where do you guys land on this? Please tell me I'm not crazy. Caden. P.S. Shout out to Skittles who turned me on to you guys. I assume...
2: Skittles the candy? I hope it's
0: it's a, a human and not a candy. A cat.
2: Okay, here's the thing. I used to think that Tequila brought me up, rum brought me down, wine gave me a headache, all these different things. I agree with Caden, Caden, Caden,
0: C-A-Y-D-E-N. Caveman.
2: I agree with Caveman.
0: Wait, so he's saying that no, the hangovers are no different? He's just saying that like, you know, w- people say, oh, tequila drunk is crazy versus. Oh, yeah. Tequila know, drunk's
1: crazy, man. <laughs> I kind of, I I agree, except for Tequila. Yeah. Tequila, tequila gets me tuck, tuck, (laughs) tuckin.
2: Maybe they all give us the same drunk, but then those other additives, you know, maybe, maybe uh, have more carbs or sugar, give you more energy or, or give you a headache because I, I was reading about how, what the feeling of drunkenness is. And it's, it's basically like the alcohol, alcohol goes into your stomach and then there's an enzyme released in your body and then there's a second enzyme released to counteract that first enzyme. It's called Jeez. acetaldehyde. And that's what feels fun. And that's what gives you a euphoric effects. Oh, hell yeah. So so all of these drinks, we're putting them in our stomach and then waiting for two different enzymes to be released. Doesn't it
1: seem like the enzymes need to take a vacation every once in a while? This is too much. <laughs> I would say give me the straight acetaldehyde or whatever that was. Oh,
2: man. Yeah. I, I could go for an acetaldehyde on the rocks.
1: I think I've heard, I've at least told people this as if it's a fact, that uh, tequila is an upper while every other liquor is a downer.
2: Well, we do have anecdotal evidence that supports that, which was when we had a Jose Cuervo party and we had 30 bottles of Cuervo and every and we didn't offer any other drinks and everybody drank only tequila. And it was the wildest coked up party I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, so it I was
1: nuts at the end.
2: Everyone was jacked up to the roof. That
0: was so fun. Telling, like, I want to say, honestly, 150, maybe 200 people that all they could have to drink was tequila.
1: That was was a wild time.
2: (laughs) It's so funny to just not offer it. Everyone is used to, at the very minimum, there's beer as backup. And we're like, nope. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you got a question for the boys email us at the sloppy podcast at gmail.com Dot com. that's it for our show follow us on social media at the sloppy boys where we release these recipes ahead of time also be sure to check out our patreon where subscribers can unlock the sloppy boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode that's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys thanks for listening and see you next week
2: bye everybody see ya <laughs>